you're looking for one of the most beautiful and playable custom acoustics on the planet, look no further than Ed Rice at Toeir Guitars. Ed is a true artist, transforming exotic woods into magnificent, sweet-sounding instruments. Go to toeirguitars.us, that's T-O-I-R-G-U-I-T-A-R-S.us, and contact Ed today. Hey everybody, Brad and I want to say thank you for listening and thank you for the support. Please continue to listen and share this podcast on all platforms that you can. And if you'd like to support us monthly, we're set up now where you can go to anchor.fm slash Recording, hit the support button, 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Any amount would be greatly appreciated. Now back to the podcast. Top Hill Recording Podcast, episode 75. What's up, Neil? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah. How are you? Finally made it home. Made it home. Got your route done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've got some uh, great guests here tonight. We've oh, got yeah. Small Time Napoleon, and we will let you guys introduce yourselves in just a moment. But first, we're going to uh, enjoy some Elijah Craig. Back to uh, another another one of our favorites. Oh, yeah. So cheers, guys. Cheers. 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 <laughs> Oh, I need this one. So why don't you guys start us start us off? Just uh, introduce yourselves to our listeners. Sure. Uh, let us know your name and your your position in the band. And uh, my name is Zach. I play the drums. My name is Dan, and I play the guitar, and I am one of the singers. Yeah, I'm Jeff, and I also play the guitar, and am one of the singers. <laughs> I'm Dave, and I play bass. Perfect voice for the bass. Yeah. Bass <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> voice. I'm trying to go for that, like, mama played bass. <laughs> when you Perfect. said our position in the band, I really wanted to be like forward. I, 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 play, <laughs> I play full, you know, like full back or whatever. <laughs> I should have I yeah. started a song. I was soccer. thinking the same thing, man. That was a weird way to I'm say the point it, guard. What is your position? What's your position in the band? Uh, David Neal, bass yeah. player, the Ohio State University. <laughs> Generally, I'm on the left back side of the stage uh, as I play. I don't, is that my position? I don't know. So we usually start off, guys, we usually have our guests go back to childhood and talk about early memories of music, but just to save us some time, why don't you guys kind of tell us how the four of you got together, maybe starting with the... Uh, oldest relationship in the band kind of move us through from there well okay um uh, i guess uh dan and i got together first through a uh, a mutual friend of ours a bassist who has since moved to california i want to say mm-hmm. yep well first off jeff and i were both born at a very young age mm-hmm. we would like to get that out of the way <laughs> uh but <laughs> what the hell does that mean <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get better from here. Yeah. Uh, no, so like uh, I don't know, like you you play like I've seen your name around, so you play around town. Do you know Danny Leet? Play yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he somehow he, I wound up playing with him, and he was like, he just kept being like, oh, you gotta you gotta meet this guy Jeff Thomas. Like your oh, music okay. and his music, like you guys, you should be in a band together, kind of thing. And so we uh, we got a band together, and then we I don't know how did we get 
somehow we got a standing gig at the corner door. Um, <laughs> yeah, I assume that was through Dennis. I really, I can't remember. I don't know. Somehow, yeah, we wound up with a standing gig at the corner door, like, you know, like uh, that used to be like next to Dundee Tavern. Oh, yeah. Like Douglas Luke. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. We would play there, and then Neil Lucas. Oh yeah, no. in the past, like was our was our original drummer, and so it was like, uh, you know, us and Neil when he could make it, hmm. and then Dave and uh, our our original like uh, I guess like official starting drummer Ryan were roommates. They were, they both went to Bellarmine. They were both going for jazz and oh, uh, hijinks, <laughs> and they came through. And for some reason, because like our big thing at that time was. Uh, escalating amp war kind of <laughs> yeah and like by the end of the night everybody would just be watching us from the outside window and uh but somehow like like you and ryan came by and i don't know like did ryan well because we we were in a, like we lived like three houses down in a blue house that's now a cat cafe oh yeah and yeah, yeah. okay right. so, i know like, the house yeah yeah <laughs> that's so, actually where i just got Done coming, yeah. I don't no mail in that area, so oh, it's like, <laughs> uh, dude, I know okay. exactly what you're talking and, about. Um, I could tell you the address, but I won't for the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll protect the privacy of the cats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Um, so, so it's like they feed the cats; they don't eat the cats. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, but like, because like we were in a jazz group that used to play like every other Wednesday, and then like we went up there on a Wednesday that we weren't playing, and and these guys were playing like I think the Sweet Nothings. That was uh, yeah, yeah, that was the band. Yeah. Okay. They were like, like there are eight other bands called the Sweet Netting Nothings and a lady who makes like uh, charming, endearing yarn <laughs> animals. <laughs> so it wasn't a good lasting name. Yeah, well, it didn't you know. stick around long. Huh? Yeah. Well, our original name uh, when when we first when Jeff and I just first started gigging out um, in Hikes Point. There's the Hikes Point Lounge, and okay. it says. Uh, uh, what does it say? Bar, ladies, welcome, or bar, cocktails, lady, wel- ladies, welcome, or yeah, something. something like that. Like that. And so we read it across. We like we were playing this gig in the parking lot, <laughs> and people were like, "You guys are great. What's your name?" And we were like, uh, "Oh, it was a uh, bar, cocktails, ladies, welcome." And mm-hmm. so we said, "We are bar, ladies, cocktails, welcome." <laughs> and uh, and then somewhere wouldn't let us put that on the marquee. Yeah. And so uh, Neil Lucas was just like he used to like do this thing where he'd be like. I'm only going to be gone for as long as it takes me to smoke this cigarette. Give me a cigarette. And then he would like, <laughs> he would light a cigarette and we would like go somewhere and do a thing and then come back. And we were like on the way back and he was almost at a cigarette. And he was like, you know what? We're like a cigarette. We're like nothing. We're sweet nothings. And I was like, Neil, you're a genius. I was also probably like drunk. <laughs> so how long ago was this? Where are we in time here? Ooh, uh, uh, is this like 2012 or something? Or was it? It was before that. Before that? Yeah, because we had been gigging. Uh, yeah, because I guess I was still in college too, wasn't I? So maybe it was like 2010. Something like that. Okay. Yeah, I feel like it was like, I feel, yeah, about, it, it all started at 2010. And then like the the first iteration of small time was like probably 2012. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. And then Ryan ended up moving away to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we tried a, a long distance relationship and like most of them, it crumbled. And so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, it, it wasn't him, it was us. Yeah. yeah. And then we were, me. we were lucky enough to get our first choice, which was uh, Zach Kennedy. Who? Oh, I, do you know when, what year it was? I didn't you? know I was your first choice. Oh, wow. Isn't that awesome? Well, first, to get. I feel buttered up. Yeah, our first choice <laughs> replacement. I mean, yeah. uh, that uh, 2015, was I it? think I, I played a couple of gigs like I was the sub. 
for mm. a while. And then I, I think I actually did text you boys and I asked if you wanted to go steady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, I think yeah. that was how I, how was it, I did it. Yeah. I was like, I, I need to be I remember writing band. that in my diary then. Yeah. Like, we did. Oh, <laughs> we had yeah. the same diary. Because <laughs> on our side, we were like, we should ask Zach, but he's playing in all these bands and he'd probably say no. Mm. So... Uh, yeah, so, no. wait, so you were just kind of like a drummer for hire or were you kind of committed to a bunch of other things or how was that? Uh, well, at that point I was, um, what bands was I in? You I've always Kyrio, been in a bunch. You? Yeah, Kyrio, uh, an early okay. iteration of Curio Key Club, which was okay. called Darkestra at that That's point. Right. Darkestra. And I think I, I had them. just got done playing with Cabin for a couple of years. So I okay. had like an opening in like the, the busy schedule. But um, yeah, it was great. I played a couple of gigs and then uh, I spent some time in the van and I got to really, really know. <laughs> and I, it was either going to run away or join full time. So I, I decided to get hitched with him. Yeah. There was a whole lot at the beginning of, of Zach just being like, Dan, you can't say that. I was like, Dan, wow. I, I thought like the, the ties and the suits, I thought they were like nice Christian boys. And that is not the case. That's, uh-huh. why, that's why I like this man. Wait. You let him in your house too, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you were good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he hasn't okay. shown us you're the gun gonna... cabinet yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're full time, small time now, huh? Oh yeah. Okay. I'm Dude. small for life. Good words. <laughs> Put nice. that together right off the top of my head. <laughs> that, was, that was really nice. <laughs> Very nice. And so, um, you all released an album in 2015, didn't you? Yeah, I think that was our. Um, that was a cloud the, machine. Cloud right? machine. Yeah, that was yeah. a pulling. Okay. Yep. So, were you on that album as well? Oh no. No. Okay, no. so that was coming into everything else. Is you were just kind of uh, taken over from that spot. Yeah, yeah. I just learned the parts and, and yeah, then went from there. In, yeah. yeah. Okay. But that wasn't even your first EP. Is so when the first EP was twenty thirteen, and it was you guys. It was, it was the three of us with Ryan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Basically, like we kept playing a bunch of gigs, and people would be like, "Do you have anything to sell?" And we had nothing, <laughs> and uh, so we just we, uh, we played a gig. With us, Ryan and uh, Jake Reber. Uh, I don't know if he plays uh, kind of a, a multi instruments mm-hmm. or mental instrumentalist around town, but you know, bass and stuff around town. And uh, we played a gig, and it was a good gig. And uh, then we had some practices, and they were you know fine practices. And then we booked the recording studio, and then something happened, and Jake couldn't make it. Yeah, he texted me like the day before and was like, hey, can uh, we move the date? And I was like, no, man. <laughs> yeah, and so Hell. Ryan was just like, my roommate is an excellent bass player. He'll learn all your guys' parts. And yeah. probably like, you know, I think Dave, like, we he learned them all while we were getting sounds the first day in the studio. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, they texted me. It was a, I remember it was a Thursday night and I'd driven down to Nashville to see uh, Turquoise Jeep. Oh, of, uh, <laughs> let me smang it, girl. Fame. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I was like, I was almost like, I don't know. I just kind of want to have a lazy weekend. And I was like, Hey, you know what? All right, I'll I'll do it. So uh, loaded in on Friday, learned the tunes, and then recorded them Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And then uh, <laughs> I think we. And had... that's also such a bass player attitude. I'm yeah. just gonna have a lazy weekend. Like, oh, yeah, I'll just go do it. And then I just laid down the full album in a yeah. day or two. No big deal. What? All right, Dave. You said you were a music major in college. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, all you guys? No. Uh, okay. uh, excepting Dan, I think all of us. Yeah. Right. And uh, what, did you all go to Bellarmine? Mm. No, he, uh, Dave's Bellarmine, then uh, Zach and I, UofL. Yeah, we went to UofL together. Went to UofL? I went to UofL too, just, just not, not for music. music. So, <laughs> so it's not worth mentioning, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got a real, a real education. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's debatable as well. <laughs> Let's jump right in and let our listeners hear some uh, small time Napoleon. But before we do that, how about the name? Where'd that come from? 
Uh, it's a uh, a Tom Waits lyric. We're all big Tom Waits fans, and I okay. I forget. I know we had like a list of of names. I don't know that we necessarily had a, a list of like Tom Waits lyrics or anything, but for some reason that one popped out, and I couldn't say I couldn't say why now. It's a killer name. All right, well let's let's listen to uh, High Wire. You guys want to tell us about that a little bit about that? Yeah, that's from an EP we did in like 2017. 2017? 2017? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and we did it at La We had a really good time recording it. Up until that point, we had um, tracked everything live. So our, our original EP and then Cloud Machine is just live in a studio, but us all playing live, not punched in or anything. And then with um, Too Big to Fail, which is the which one... Is the EP. Yeah, the EP's on. We decided to like track it out and like if something was messed up, we we're going to go back and fix it as opposed to just living with it. So... It's 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 like I think the nicest production we had done up to that point. Yeah, yeah. It uh, the production and all of that sounds great. Jeff wrote this one, mm. and um, uh, before this, he had written another piece uh, that's kind of like our uh, uh, called "Boring Little Play," that wound up with like a, 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 a I would say Beach Boys, but that would be like imbe- uh, giving us too much credit. But you know, like a <laughs> a, a falsetto-y kind of uh, harmony thing. Yeah, and uh, and the, and and that was just a song that you just made up. It's not even about anything. Yeah, like most of the songs I write. <laughs> and, and so then this is a sequel to yeah. a, just just like one song made up about nothing, and then another song made up about nothing. Yeah, all right. I don't want to embarrass myself, but is what was the first small time? What was the name of the song? Small play song. Oh, boring little play. Boring little play. Boring. Is that the one about the boring little play in the corner of the restaurant? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. You got it. That that's actually one when I was listening to it, I was just like, it, it was such a picture, you know, uh, in in my head, and it, it was cool because I love story songs. I love songs that have or tell some type of tale. Mm. And then the next song was more in your maybe not this song, but the next song on the album was more written in a different um, was more first person perspective. Yeah, and I thought, man, I just love the the stylings of the, being able to switch it up. And even if it was written by different, you know, I don't know who it was written by, but just having the versatility to have different types of writing styles too. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut all that in there. No, but it, you know, yeah, that's cool. I I, I appreciate. It. I'm glad that that uh, that painted picture that that boring little play, which we're not listening to right now, was <laughs> was an exercise of just can I write a scene? Oh, cool. As a song and just. Uh, see it and then move on and then this one high wire that we are listening to there's at some point in boring little play a drunk guy punches like as the main character this is the drunk guy's prequel i guess oh. where he came from all right it's much more coded and less obvious but it's it's it, that's where i was thinking that's cool yeah okay here we go high wire held up by cold men and hard stands nothing much to lose Carried in a clap of thunder Lessons learned from second-hand shoes Hearts and clubs alike Living through the night Dealt in and dealt with by two hands Pistons cheating fire Circling only fame and weakness Tightening that 
great high wide more than man are we working toward disease Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice, very nice. Well, thank you. I feel more sophisticated just listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> you should. <laughs> you know, the one thing that always that stands out is is the choices. There's so many so many great choices in in what you're playing. Everything has a, has its place. Everything fits and, and it's just so tasteful. I mm-hmm. think that's the word. I don't think a lot of a lot of people or as tasteful as you guys are. I mean, there's something about it that, that, that you know, everything has a purpose. Every note, every seventh, everything fits. Where It's just, mm. it's beautiful. Well, thank you. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm, that, that whole EP, I think, sounds really, really nice. Like I was saying, the, the production of it. and us. Who'd you record that with? It was with Anne. Ah, yeah. Yeah. episode 74, the one before you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? 75, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, right. She was on uh, last episode. Actually, she's, she's 73, I believe. Whatever, man. I told you, don't let me talk about these episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. pretty close, so I'll give it to you. Man. Yeah, she's great. We had a lot of fun uh, working with her. It just seems so easy and accessible mm-hmm. and helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We uh, And, and uh, I think before... Before that, like, I guess t- two things, like, so um, I-, I feel like uh, early on when I started playing with Jeff, uh, a way that he differentiated himself from all of the other guys who had, we had, you know, done pickup bands was uh, something I'm assuming you picked up uh, along the way. Like, you you know, like the term lend, lends itself to the song, mm-hmm. lend yourself to the song. And mm. so we would have discussions kind of early on, you know, like, if you do a solo, how do you want me to be strumming if we do this, you know, if we do that? And 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 uh, and that that is all limited by my own technical ability but uh uh you know th- that comes out in different ways and then uh i guess like the other piece would be the first two albums we recorded and we were like we're going to do it live cuz we are a hardcore serious jazz band <laughs> and uh we will we will force you to respect us by <laughs> by how we did this with no dubs <laughs> and no cuts <laughs> and like we would set it up and we would do it and we would do it like in uh the, the guys that we, you know, and, and the spaces that we did that both times, it, it was, it was maybe for both of us, for, for us and them a little bit out of our grasp. And so with what we came away with, maybe you don't agree, maybe you guys, but I, you know, I feel like with this, with the one that where we tracked it out, it was like, yeah, this is the one that grabs you by the throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, there's, it's a lot of fun to play as a band to play live and, and to um, know that you can't, uh, just go back and punch something in. So it, it it's two different, uh, I guess, sides of the same coin. They're both fun, though. You know. I saw you guys, I, I can't remember where I saw this, but one of you guys said in, a, in an interview I read or a blog somewhere that you guys try to find the gap between jazz fans and non-jazz fans or something of that nature. Uh, what, what did you mean by that? I think you called yourself jazz-ish. Yeah, yeah. We... Um, like, uh, as you may have just heard, we're not like straight ahead jazz, you mm-hmm. know, in, in what I guess most people think of. But then um, we're also not just pop music because we use extended voicings and uh, some more interesting arrangements and stuff. So we find ourselves in this interesting middle point where sometimes we're not jazz enough to play at the jazz bands and we're, or w- with the jazz bands or at the jazz clubs. And then we're too jazzy to play at a, you know, a rock mm-hmm. show or something. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, we still have 
found success at certain jazz clubs and, and certain rock clubs. So, you know. Right. Just, yeah. yeah. It's always been interesting, like, when we get to a place and we're like, oh, we've got to, like, play a little bit with, like, a harder edge tonight. We showed up to this place <laughs> called, like, Skeletons in I was, Fort Wayne. I was thinking about that the other day, yeah. <laughs> and, like, you know, they're just playing, like, death metal when we walk in. Everybody's got, like, like the bartender's got like face tattoos mm-hmm. and we're like oh. yeah one dude had like he was he his head was shaved and he had like a skull tattoo and a face tattoo and mm-hmm. i was like we're gonna get killed how'd the, yeah. show, how'd the show go how'd the show go it was great it, it was awesome it. Yeah. we yeah. were the best rockabilly band that they'd had yeah <laughs> yeah that's hilarious all right so is there well part of, and I, i'm kind of thinking about the recording process for you guys when you're talking about doing the first couple live and and having some moving parts and doing that do you think even if you recorded the 2017 thing live, you know, you had Zach for a couple of years and you guys have really solidified what the band is. Mm. Um, do you think part of it is not only that it was a live thing, but there are no more moving pieces that everything is that you guys now are, are have been playing a, a while together and been in the van and done the, done the things to make yourself just extremely, extremely a tight band. Um, not only, you know, musically, but, you know, non-musically as well. Do you think that was a part of, of the way that the 2017 EP turned out as well? Didn't hurt for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. That, that's a good question. I, I, haven't, I haven't thought about it that way. I feel like, and I have said this before, so I it hope, sounds like hopefully, you're say it again. hopefully I'm not airing <laughs> our dirty laundry, but I feel like the story of uh, kind of how the first two got recorded was we had basically, we had played them, uh, you know, like had a long weekend to work up arrangements and practice mm-hmm. them and everything and be like, okay, we kind of know what we want to do. And we had like the basic ideas. And then we went into the studio and we, rec- we recorded them. Mm. And then we went out on the road and we learned how to play all of those songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, like, it's like, uh, there are things that happen uh, in the songs now that add all of these new things. And mm. so like, I, I, uh, I think it is a compliment when you say a band is much better live than they are recorded. Yes. You know, yeah. and I feel like for sure, uh, you know, unless barring, you know, just everybody's got a, everybody's got a bomb, you know, uh, something, but yeah. bar, barring that we're much better live. You'll, you know, any song that we do live provided the sound and everything is there. You're, you know, you, you would listen to that and be like, wow, this is great. And then if you immediately <laughs> a beat it to the recording, in some cases you'd be like, And we'll capture that on one shot, one mic, one song. Yeah, yeah, hopefully you can back that up, Dan. Yeah, Yeah, Dan. man. Check that out. (laughs) Now I'm all, I'm just breaking a sweat. (laughs) Well, let's listen to another one. Let's let's talk about Dear L. That's on Too Big to Fail also, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And this is, this is Dan's tune. Prime, or generally the way it works is if, if Dan sings it he wrote it and if i sing it i wrote it so dan let you talk about this so uh this one i wrote years and years before i met anybody in the band um and it was just sort of like um there is a there is a girl whose name begins with l the older i get the less uh serious everything all of that seemed but it was still you know like a pretty um uh the older I get to, the more I realize I'm just a jerk. <laughs> so, uh, uh, it was a song where I, when I wrote it, uh, the it was like, it was a legit apology song. You know, like, I am sorry okay. that this has gone poorly. And, you know, and uh, 
the first guy who was like, you know, producing and doing a lot of the arrangements and accompaniments on the stuff was like, this sounds like you're being a smart ass. I don't really care how you intended to write it. We're going to record it like you're a smart ass. And, um, and so there's another recording out that, you know, maybe someday will will get released or something, but you know, like it was done that way. And, uh, uh, when we, when we put this together, the, we actually like wrote more parts to it. Like the last part, uh, with, like with the, the, uh, the big horn solo and everything, all of that is a new thing that, you know, that happened and, and, uh, kind of went a different place with it kind of went, went even another, uh, maybe, uh, not so much sarcastic, uh, but you know, somewhere, 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 you know, beyond the original, uh, just, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Right. I don't know what the right turn is, but, you know, just like the original sort of just arrogant, uh, arrogant, condescending thing. (laughs) (laughs) Dear Ale. What to say in dear L Bet you wouldn't even listen to me anyway And dear L I know I let you down Dear L Dear L Dear L You are always more grown up Maybe I wasn't even good enough And dear L It's such a hollow sound And dear L Dear L Well people do and people say Somehow I'm not sure How we ended up this way Yeah, I'm so immature Dear L Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. That was uh, one of the first times that I felt like uh, as a band, we were like all really like, what if it did this? What if it did that? It like it modulates a half step on the mm-hmm. uh, guitar solo. And then it modulates a fourth or something when Dan comes back in to sing. Or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Um, and Dave wrote the horn arrangement for that, <laughs> which, which is uh, super cool. Um, and I, I don't know. I just felt like we all had like, input that that we could force it in different directions you know that's pretty yeah. awesome that, that really ties you into a song i was actually going to ask about your writing process i know you talked about it's pretty cool that you so you brought that song as an old song into the group and then you guys shaped that into something that that ended up on that album is that how most songs now come come into shapers that still when you bring a song, is it mostly solidified i know you two are the main songwriters is that is that how it generally happens I mean, I think generally we have, you know, chord progression and melody. And le- at least for me, I'm super open to like, should this be an up tune or a down tune or like, what does it feel like? So I, I try to come with like a really simple rhythm to it so that I'm not influencing too much. Mm. And then I just put all the weight on the rhythm section to make it sound good. You oh, know? cool. <laughs> so you leave it really open to interpretation all the way around. I, yeah. I feel like I do. I don't, maybe you guys feel no, like I, I'm... No. I'm Definitely. Okay. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. like when you go back, like 
like and listen to I think we posted on Instagram when we were first working out some people. Oh, if you yeah. go back and listen to that, it was like a like yeah, a Latin feeler. Like a lounge kind of bossa nova. Yeah. 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 And, it wasn't uh, working. Uh, simple security, like, was a, it was just like a, just a straight ahead, like, mm-hmm. businessman kind of thing. And uh, Ryan, our first drummer, you know, like, he, he uh, had some beat that, um, Oh, crap, crap, crap. Jamie Cullum. It was from a Jamie mm. Cullum thing. He was what like, was this it? is like a, he was like, there's this, this is almost a beat from a Jamie Cullum thing. But then technical difference why, like what I've done. <laughs> and he was like, what if we put this to that? And so yeah. like, it just totally shifted from being like a straight ahead businessman, you mm-hmm. know, to, uh, to a funk piece. And then <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe changed a, a whole lot. Um, yeah. So if for me anyways, I'd, uh, the mostly the lyrics, the melody, the chord progressions. There, it's just like how, how, how should it feel? You know, mm. um, I, I don't know, Dan. How do you, how you feel your process works? I feel like um, it depends on the song because like a whole bunch of my songs. I think the thing that made Dennis Leet be like, "Hey, you should get with Jeff Thomas," was uh, I had just found fake books, <laughs> and you know, like uh, how, and just was getting into just like teaching myself. Uh, kind of like I wouldn't say jazz chords theory as much as like standards mm-hmm. and standard chord theory and so I was putting together these songs that just were like I, I know I, I've seen songs do this I will do that with the song <laughs> and uh, and so you know like with, with a lot of mine it would just be like here I've written a song uh, and I'm going to sing it to you guys as a businessman so then it would just you know uh, or I've written a song it's kind of a funk piece it's going to you know so I'm I'm trying to think of anything that's really I want to clarify that Dan's not thinking that he's like a, a businessman. Yeah, he sells it, us a, on the song. A businessman's bounce is like a term for like a like just like a like a jazz <clears> tempo, <throat> like a nice medium. Oh yeah, sorry. Jazz swing. <clears throat> I just I, I hope there was someone real confused. Like he's a businessman. <laughs> business yeah. That's why he wear that suit. Take yeah. your time. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Hey Zach, I thanks he was man. An artist. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, I needed yeah. it. I presume <laughs> I presume a super level of hipness and all. <laughs> he's like Donald Trump when he's not playing guitar. He's a businessman. My hands are almost completely formed into briefcase. <laughs> Sorry, I derailed you. Yeah. Uh, that's wonderful. <laughs> so, March 2019, I saw that you guys played uh, South by Southwest. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That sounds how, right. How did that come about? You know, I, I think it was just like, hey, we they'll let applied. you sign up for it. Yeah, yeah. we applied yeah, we and they're like, you got it, um, yeah. you know, some months later or whatever. And, and uh, so we decided to drive to Texas. So you apply and there's a review and they tell you yay or nay. Yeah, I I okay. can't. I honestly can't remember what all. I'm sure we had to submit, you know, uh, a resume of sorts and some yeah, um, we had sound to fill samples. Out a thing. Was it? Yeah, we, yeah, I can't remember exactly, but it was Dan did it because he's the businessman. I almost guarantee it was Jeff. <laughs> no, it was definitely Jeffrey. <laughs> so what was that experience like? I had a great time out there. It, it was. Uh, you know, it was cool just to see, like, I, I, we went to some park after hours that was, like, kind of, like, artists only. And it was just people, like, jamming and singing. Uh, I think somebody had a cajon and an acoustic or something. So, that that was cool. Our gig was was super fun. It was at the Elephant Room. Is mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a basement jazz club. And yeah. Awesome. Oh, cool. It was and really cool. the band, was it the band after us that killed it? It was a big band before that or after the last us? band. The last. Was that, like, a big like, band, right? Oh, yeah. We, we So, we left and came back. But the last oh, band that yeah. played that closed out the night, and I can't remember the guy's name, is some quartet or something. But he, they were uh, they, they were like a Texas. They were from they like toured around Texas. Yeah, they killed it. 
Yeah, that was one of those situations where, like, when we walked in, it was, like, a big band playing, and I was, like, uh, I, I knew there was a big band. Yeah, yeah, I immediately, like, get, like, self-conscious when we're, like, we're not jazz enough for playing this venue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not jazz enough for the jazz club. Uh. Well, you have a big double bass, Dave. You're the most jazz of us all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can just look at us like, I didn't know they were going to sound like that. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Keep apologizing to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I was hired for. Um, yeah, it was cool. And they, uh, I mean, they treated the artist well whatever mm-hmm. the I didn't even have to walk the whole time they just had to sit in a chair and they carried me around <laughs> yeah <laughs> they did have a free oxygen bar we yeah we, yeah, we did that I've never did done that. that before and mm-hmm. they gave us free backpacks that was cool I'd still have that I have some uh, of us got free backpacks yeah <laughs> <laughs> did you get one? Oh. no did no no I, I oh I'm sorry I got, I, I got sunglasses that, that broke but I still, <sighs> I still have the broken sunglasses oh, you so. can have mine it, it oh, was uh, if I can find it. Dave. You're probably carrying your base to the van when they gave out the backpacks. Yeah, that's, what <laughs> that, it was. that's my that's my backpack to carry. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys also uh, have some COVID releases, is that right? We did do um, a pair of singles. Just I guess we re- recorded it just before COVID, right? Because mm-hmm. we wouldn't have been in the studio during during all that. And then it worked out that I guess it got released. Early I think it was January, it. right? Mm-hmm. Is that when it January was recorded or released? Recorded when we it. recorded it, and then we were going to release it in like April. Yeah, that exactly. sounds right. April 24th, 2020. Yeah, because we okay. were out. Well, thank we were you. like yes. the week when like COVID was becoming like a big deal. And like we were like, oh, wow, this is like, this is coming. We were like in New York doing like a tour. Like we went to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. We went to New York. We had a day off. We went to Niagara Falls. Uh, Dan and I went to oh, Canada. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we stopped at this massive international tourist attraction and then like <laughs> Dan and I are coming back from Canada and like he's got like a million uh, quarters because like you can only pay and change to get across. Uh, <laughs> and I, and only I just kept putting them in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, so I, was like, I was like, hey Dan, can I borrow like one of those quarters? I just want to look through these binoculars and look at Niagara Falls. And I'm like, it was like Arrested Development. As soon as I put my face to the binoculars, I was like, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> then, like, every time I'd have a slight cough, I was like, I got the COVID. Yeah. I got the COVID. Yeah. I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. I remember going up and us looking like that particular county. I don't know if it was Niagara County or, or whatever. There, wherever we there played, was a, there was no cases. So we're like, yeah. we're good. We're fine. But there was a place like Terrytown. Mm-hmm. New York that had like the first 200 something oh, like a really? first batch of it and yeah. we were just north of them and I just remember being mm-hmm. like yeah. oh we're all gonna die yeah. <laughs> yeah. afterwards they kept being like New York and Cleveland are yeah. Uh, yeah. the yeah. major yeah. hotspots yeah we yeah. stayed yeah. in Cleveland you, on the way up yeah. and the way and back it's like if yeah. you have traveled from those spots quarantine yourself from the <laughs> yeah. world yeah. Yeah. Like, no, 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 I don't know what yeah. you're talking about I, I talked to my boss uh, while I was up there I was like ah, well we did go to like, I was like, listen, we, we did stay in Cleveland twice. We did go to Niagara Falls. And they're like, maybe you should work from home. And and that's a... All right. Yeah. Yeah. I was going with it. Well, I'm going back next yeah. week, too. It's yeah. going to be a while, boss. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, then, coincidentally, we released two singles during uh, during the, the pandemic. And that's Over the Moon and Some People? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, uh, let's check out Over the Moon. Let's... Got anything you want to share with us about that song? So, uh, Jeff wrote Some People, and I hadn't written anything in a hot <laughs> minute. And I was like, man, Some People is an awesome song. Oh, don't build it up. What, uh, I am really <laughs> impressed with this song. And, uh, uh, you know, like Jeff is really bringing, bringing home the bacon uh, kind of thing. <laughs> and, and then I was like, well, what, the, what am I going to write about? And so the, the, my my contribution was, uh, it, you know, like the 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 scene in Tommy Boy, 
Oh yeah, I know all the scenes. Uh, yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> I know the whole movie. Where, where Say he, no more. <laughs> where he has the uh, fat guy in a little coat, the, the biscuit, the biscuit, and oh. and he's describing yeah. his sale, and he's like, no. you know, it's my sale, and I love it, and you know, blah blah blah, and then I kill it, and all of that. Uh, I killed my sale, and uh, all of that, and so more or less, uh, over the moon is about the pursuit of happiness. Uh, uh, the the uh, the darling oh darling I'm over the moon what what the, the who the person is talking to is happiness uh, as if they uh, as if they were more or less you know kind of like a Chris Farley esque character and happiness was that biscuit that they were all <laughs> so the moon is a biscuit in this case yeah the moon yeah. is a biscuit in this case or oh. or or, uh, or at least uh, uh, a a, a bit someone is super happy to have found a biscuit super mm-hmm. someone is very. Uh, over the biscuit. Some, someone's, someone's over the moon about this biscuit. So yeah, someone's over the moon about this biscuit, and it all just represents how uh, they're never going to actually achieve happiness. Uh, okay. It's a very, very Dan thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> over the moon. Darling, oh, darling, I'm over the moon. Over the moon. That you found me Darling, oh darling When it's over too soon You leave me to follow the breeze Falling, oh falling Don't you know to Life for a like in a wildfire Favor so fleeting, breathless and sinking, gripped in the riptide of desperate desire. So, where'd you guys record that? Those two songs at La La Land. Yeah, those at La La as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and that one was recorded live, wasn't it? Yeah, actually it was. Yeah. yeah. With, I think the, the key we, solo, I went back and, and redid that. But besides yeah. that, everything was... We did it was to a click live. just in case. And I think there was a lot of isolation just in case. But I think yeah. that one was all live. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was uh, I was opposed to it and it turned out all right anyway. Yeah, I remember... <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful song, man. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I remember going back and re-recording the bass part of the B section like five times. And then when we listened <laughs> back, I was like, actually, I think just the original one was yeah, like... Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's just still just like the original take. <laughs> <laughs> can never take away from the room, man. You know, mm-hmm. something about being in that setting. Mm-hmm. Mm. So our listeners that want to follow you guys a little more closely, where can they find you on the socials, find your music, all that? Yeah, well, I think we're pretty much all the socials and we definitely got an Instagram, Facebook. We have a Twitter though. Uh, I don't know how often we, we tweet. Dave is uh, in charge of our often. Twitter. Yeah, not often, not okay. <laughs> um, I think the last time I tweeted was when some people came out. Okay. <laughs> um, and then we've got a YouTube that is uh, at times active. And uh, at we times did not. some pandemic videos that we are on the YouTube. Oh, some yeah. uh, socially isolated mm-hmm. Where we sent tracks back and forth. Mm-hmm. That was fun too. Cool. So check that out. Everything's yeah. uh, small time Napoleon. Yes. Yeah, or some tiny variation thereof. I, I think like Instagram's like small time underscore Napoleon, and then one thing is Saint Napoleon. Yeah, you know, yeah. But I think if you Google us, you'll find us. At, you know, awesome. Or St. Napoleon, but you know it looks like Saint Napoleon. Ah. Okay. We appreciate you guys coming out, and spending some time talking to us, and 
We're going to stick around and uh, have some fun doing some one shots. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Recording some of that live music with one mic. Old old school. Old school. Mm -hmm. It's all about the, the room, man. And we're going to go out with the other song we've just been talking about, uh, Some People. Anything else to add that we haven't already talked about with that? Um, well, Some People's written about some people I know that have a kid uh, that they think is like, um, you know, the next... Uh, whatever Mozart or, or whomever you, you think your, your kid should be. And I, uh, disagree. And so, <laughs> um, I wrote a song, a song kind of, um, I guess that's uh, a little bit mean hearted or mean spirited or whatever, just to, uh, kind of poke fun at it. I, I think it's, uh, I mean, I guess I feel like it's just, it's just a song that it, it's more just pointing out that we're all special. We're all equally special. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I like that too. There we go. Yeah. Or, this or, one, yeah. yeah, this one was tracked. So it was, it was done at the same time as, um, as Dan's tune, but we tracked this one out, uh, mm -hmm. probably cause I, I just couldn't get it right. I don't, I actually, I don't think I could sing it and play it at the same time at first. So it, okay. it necessitated tracking. Yeah, that was like, I, and we were well, we recorded the bass and drums like at the together. same, yeah, together, yeah. and like we got it done so fast that the cameraman we were recording the video there too. Jimmy mm -hmm. Burns was there, mm. and um, we did it so fast that he didn't have time to like record the bass. So I had to go back in and pantomime. And so if you look <laughs> oh, at the video, yeah, right, my, bass, my bass is not even plugged not in plugged in the video. In. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Talk on yourself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have to go watch the video again now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Jimmy did a great job with the video. If anybody yeah. wants to check out our YouTube. Yeah, it is. It's a good video. Mm -hmm. Yep, go check it out, folks. All right, guys, thanks a lot. Thank thanks you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. And here it is, some people. Once upon not far enough Farther back than all of us Fell some ancient domino off to the sea Well it took a year or two But look you not you Pressed down just for long enough Brought us to believe Well some people just got it Peace. <laughs>
There's some people just got it Well, some people just got it 